Welcome to On The Mark Sports Talk. I'm your host, Mark, with a C. That's M-A-R-C. Remember that. And this is episode number 161. And what do we say to that? Kanahara! Coming way, way down inside your body. And that's 161 consecutive weeks. We don't miss a week. A bunch of nuts. (laughs) We need a life. (laughs) How is our fabulous panel of sports experts today? How are we doing? We're doing great, Mark. You, Mark, that's the question. I need everyone right now. to get out of your seats and go find your calendars because you know today is june 1st that's correct and you have to remember the old fit you got to turn the page and if you have a tearaway forget the forget your phones the old-fashioned ones if you have have the the 12-month calendar and you turn it over you don't need to pay anymore throw it away and it's like Half weight, half weight now, right? Because half of the right. year, well, not really. No, no next no. month, next Almost month, half, month. 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 Okay. Yeah. It's busting out all over, also. Yeah. yeah it's busting out all over. So, so Tuesday we went to, uh, <laughs> we, went to we went to City Field, and uh, and uh, Larry, I don't see Larry on the other Larry on the show. Alan was there too. And we heard uh, Larry's uh, glee club that he worked in, Mendelssohn Choir Glee Club. I'm not sure what the exact name of them. And they sang the Star Spangled Banner. And that was so nice. We didn't even see Larry in that group there. But I I knew he was there because his wife was in in the stands. And two seconds after he sang, and they were singing right by our section where we were all sitting in section 109, I believe the number is. Two seconds later, after he and, and Stephen was there, I see Stephen. Stephen was there too. Um, two seconds later, Larry was in the stands. <laughs> how quick they uh, they come! How, but, big uh, was, how big was the singing group, guys? How big was the group, Stephen? I think it was like twenty guys. No, I think All it was right. more than twenty. They, they, they did a very nice job. Very nice rendition. You know, they're like they're. I don't know if they're professional, but they they got a lot of gigs. Hmm. And the interesting thing, I haven't been to City Field in a while. The interesting thing is how fast they take your money, or how fast they charge your 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 credit card. Yep. Coming in, parking's forty dollars. Oh, wow. And you come you come in and you have your charge card ready to go, and all you got to do is they have this machine. You just tap it once. Goodbye. You're good. Goodbye. No receipt. You're like in in less than five seconds, <laughs> and the ballpark, you know, is is cashless. Yes, no money allowed in the ballpark. It's only right. charge, charge, charge. So my wife went to get some food for her and me. I gave her the card. You know, when she came back, I said, "How much?" I said, "I don't know." <laughs> they just tapped and don't give you a receipt. Yeah. Mark, yeah. I, I heard they have like a reverse ATM where you could put cash in and they'll give you like you put a twenty dollar bill in. I'll give you like a twenty dollar card or something. Uh, okay, something like that. Can I make a city field recommendation, by the way. Yeah, their pastrami sandwiches are out of this world, and they're they're not cheap, but they're delicious. They're not kosher, are they? They might be kosher. 
I don't know. I don't know. Do they charge you with going a credit card fee? No credit card fee. No. They, that's, all they, that's all they accept is a credit card. Mom, I know. That wouldn't be fair. That wouldn't be fair. Gerald, what? So if you go to City Field and, of course, buy some, some food on your credit card, they also have a suggested tip. Yeah. And it's your choice. No tip. Whatever. Yeah. It's 10%, 15%. Yeah. Kind of interesting. That's becoming very oh. in vogue lately. A lot of places. Yeah. Are doing yeah, yeah. A lot of people getting pissed off by it, too. Yeah, so That's you right. do a tip and yeah. walk away, whatever. That's right. Yeah. Well, that was my Someone hands you a muffin and you have to give him a right. 20% tip. Exactly. It's right. Oh. So, special note. Or how we want to say something before special oh. note? Yeah, that just reminds On that note, we were just away. We went down to San Simeon, Hearst Castle, for three nights. And they tell you there's no housekeeping. For the three nights, unless you request something like toilet paper, extra towels, there's nothing. So at the end of the time, I look at my wife and I go, should I leave a tip or what? So I a lot of change with me. I think I left about $5 and change, which I think is more than enough change. <laughs> but I, I think what's happening is all these types of workers, cleaning workers, they're getting short-trifted. Usually they get yeah, a tip by day. Yeah. Now, yeah. now it's not. Well, Still. Especially if you, if you check in at night or pretty close to evening time and you're there, I, usually the first day, I keep it, you know, the sign out, don't come. I don't need you to do anything the first night. Yeah. Right. So you, start, oh. you start having them come the second, whatever, whatever. Whatever. You do whatever you want. But a special note next week's episode, number 162, will be on what day, guys? Tuesday. Hi, you guys do very good Tuesday. We're not meeting next Thursday. I'll be in uh, in Denver for a uh, B'nai Mitzvah. Uh, twins are getting uh, oh. So Friday night, we'll hear them, and then Saturday, we'll hear them. Gotta so get just, what are you saying? 100, 162 is like playing a full baseball season. Yeah, right. How about that? Yeah, are you going to have it in three days while you're in Denver? I no, as a matter of fact, the Nuggets are playing tonight, and then they're playing on Sunday. 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 I'll be home. Oh, <laughs> so I'll yeah. miss it. I'll miss it. Oh. But that's the deal. On I don't know if the uh, the uh, Colorado Rockies. I won't have time. Colorado. I won't have time. You talk. You 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 do this. You do that, and that's the next day, and you get dressed. I don't even. I don't know how to pack. How to pack for this? <laughs> you know. Yeah, it, too big. Coors Field's a great place to watch the game. Yeah, I'll drive by. You're going to stay there. You're going to stay with us. All right. Anyway, we're up to Gerald. Your highlights report for this week is sponsored by the Rocky Mountains. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me. Uh, so today I'm going to review the 2007 MLB season. These are what I believe to be the key facts about the 2007 MLB season. For the awards and leaders, I will name the National League player followed by the American League player. Key awards, MVP, Jimmy Rollins and Aroid, sometimes known as <laughs> Rodriguez. Oh, Rookie of the Year, Brian, Brian Braun and the great, great, great Dustin Pedroia. Oh. Cy Young, Jake Peavy and CC Sabathia. Key leaders, batting average. Matt Holiday and Maglio Ordonez, home runs, skinny Prince Fielder, <laughs> A Rod. 
RBI, RBIs, Matt Holiday and Alex Rodriguez, ERA Jake Peavy and John Lackey. Some interesting highlights of the 2007 MLB season. In 2007, Greg Maddox broke Cy Young's almost century-old record with his 20th consecutive season of 10 or more wins. Pedro Martinez joined the 3,000 strikeouts club. Craig Biggio joined the 3,000 hits club. Barry Bonds hit his 756th career home run, wow. thereby breaking Hank Aaron's record. About 250 of those were as a result <laughs> of using steroids. <laughs> Ishiro Suzuki became the first and only player to hit an inside-the-park home run in an All-Star game. The 500 Career Home Runs Club had three new members, Jim Tomey, Alex Rodriguez, and Frank Thomas. To honor the legacy of Jackie Robinson, Bugs, Bud Seelig granted permission to Ken Griffey Jr. to wear number 42 on April 15th. More than 100 players wore number 42 on that day, and this became the first league-wide use of retired number by active players. For the fourth consecutive season, baseball broke a season attendance record with over 79.5 million fans attending games. Curtis Granderson became the first American League player and the fourth in history to have 20 or more doubles, triples, home runs, and stolen bases during the same season. Here's a brief summary. The Grandy Man. 2007 World Series. The Red Sox defeated the Rockies four games to none in the 103rd edition of the World Series. This was the only appearance by the Rockies in the World Series. Mm. Terry Francona became the first manager to win his first eight World Series games. In this series, the Red Sox outscored the Rockies 29 to 10. The World Series MVP was Red Sox Mike Lowell, and that completes my report for the 2007 MLB season. It's funny when you said Bud Selig, I thought you were going to say Bud. Bud, you could all money. <laughs> Jerry, you could also call Alex Rodriguez by another name. So um, many uh, Red Sox fans have coined him a fraud. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Anybody else have a comment for uh, for Gerald Milton? You know, besides winning those eight straight World Series games, they also won four straight in the playoffs before that against the Yankees, who had them three nothing. And then the Red Sox, they never lost another game. They never that lost another game. That was in 2004, Milton. Yeah, but yeah. I'm just saying they never <laughs> lost another game right. after that. Um, a couple more comments out there. Uh, Michael? Two things. Number one, getting back to A-Rod, he's now, I think, America's number one spokesperson against gum disease. Yeah, I heard that. Yes. Yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I just want to yeah. report that. And yep. a question to Jerry, was that the season that uh, Wright hit a walk-off against Rivera, we hit, we, a Yankee-Met game in the Subway Series? That was just on uh, uh, Number. SNY. It was uh, very sad. You know, everybody was uh, crying. But uh, it was a very notorious, very famous walk-off that uh, David Wright 
hit against uh, Mariano. I was wondering, wondering if that was that that, that year. I mean, I mean, getting a hit, not a home run, a walk of hit. Yeah. I don't know. My my memory brain cells are very limited. To go back to 2004 would be beyond capacity. <laughs> so, so you mentioned a couple of names in your report, like CC Sabathia. Yeah. Do we think he's going to be walking into the Hall of Fame? No. 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 Yeah. Yes. A lot of yeah. people think yes. Uh, Ichiro, absolutely. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. First ballot. And then, then you mentioned a couple questionable: Jimmy Rollins and and Dustin Pedroia. What do you think about those guys? I think Dustin Pedroia didn't play long yeah. enough. I think Dustin Pedroia, absolutely yes. He was a gamer. So oh yes, you think he'll make the Hall of Fame? Huh? No, he was injured too many times. No, I don't think he so. was the best second baseman of his time, but he, yeah. his time wasn't long enough. Right, oh, not really. Yeah. Yeah. Robert, uh, Cano was just as good as him. Don't get hurt a lot, right? I'll forget I'll to, to be out. No, to be eligible now, it's I'll ten years, no longer Pedroia. fifteen. So. Yeah. What about Jim, Jimmy Rollins? No. Jimmy Rollins was like the Jimmy so. Butler of baseball. He was the he yeah. was the one guy you didn't want it. You didn't want it back. Right. Yeah, yeah. He was tough, yeah. tough as nails. Six, seven hundred times the bat. He's in the Hall of Fame, but he was a yeah. tough player. Yeah, and a good guy too. I'd have yes. taken, I'd have taken oh, yeah. Rollins on the Mets any day. Yeah, could use him. Hated right. him as a Philly, but boy, he was some player. We're gonna go back to something that we did uh, uh, weeks ago and go to Milton's. Name that tomb now, because Milton has to leave us. He's gonna drift into the uh, sunset. One of the greatest songs I've ever heard from 1972. Uh, a fellow by the name of Jim Gold wrote it and was Jim, Jim no relation. No Jim relation. Gold? Jim <laughs> Great song. I heard of Andrew Gold. Not just just right. listen. You should know it. That's the name of it. Nice to be with you. By Gallery. Gallery, right. Gallery did it. That's it. Gallery. Gallery? What year was Gallery? Gallery. What year? Oh, 72. How many other Gallery songs are there? This was great record. I have it on the original label. You probably got an album, The Best of Gallery. Right. It's a 45. Yes, it was. Yep. Yeah. Well, oh, hey, uh, Steve, you have, you have Orleans. Orleans is your favorite group, right? Yep, yep. Yep. So they had a couple of hits. John they, Hall. Still the one. Still the one, Dance With Me. Yep. Right. Mm, Very nice. Mm, he became a politician, John Hall. I didn't know that. Yeah, right. he, became, yeah. he was a congressman. Very good. He was a congressman. I'll still be on a little state, while. Yeah. Well, Stuart, who sang Don't Hang Up? You guys should know that. The all on. You're right. The all on. I got to make the That's music right. on. You guys know yeah. this stuff. You also, know, I, South Street. 
I used to be a fan of the Orlons. And remember when you could like, I don't know, I can't do it anymore. When you had the answering machines um, and you're able to like personalize your answer from people, you know, the answering machine. Right. That, that was my theme. Don't hang, hang up. up. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Leave a yeah, message, right. you know. All right. All right. Thank you. Milton, thank you. Thank you. Okay. Hey, I'll we'll be on a while yet. Okay. Uh, I have no beep beeps this week, so I, I spare you that. I gave you one, Mark. Well, what, what is it? I didn't. I couldn't understand what the hell you wrote. His name. <laughs> his name is Ben. T H E N. Ben. That was his last name. Ben. Really? You're saying T H E N. Ben. Right. Ben. That was on the name. Angels. Hey, on the I Angels. Think... No. So who did the Yankees play uh, uh, before the uh, who they the last team the Yankees played? Guys so pitched against them. His name was T H E N. You can look it up. We'll look it up. I, I don't. I didn't. I, didn't I texted it. it to you. You'll see it. Okay. All right. We'll check it out. Okay. San Diego. They played. San Diego. There's a San Diego right, guy right. named Gerald's going to find out. Jerry, look that up. T H E N. T H E N. Baseball player. T H E N. If you come up with right. something, let us know. This day in sports. Today is June first. June first. Couple of really interesting things here. In 1872, they had the sixth, one, two, three, four, five, sixth Belmont Stakes today. And listen to this. James Rowe was aboard Joe Daniels. Or was Joe Daniels aboard James Rowe? <laughs> anyway, they both won. <laughs> Either one. One, one, was, one was a jockey, one was the horse. In, uh, in 1917, the Boston Braves' first baseman, his name was Hank Gowdy, no relation to, you know, uh, Kurt, uh, is the first active player to enlist it for service in World War I. Uh, and he became the only player, only player to fight in both the World War I and World War II. Wow. I think he became an umpire, that? did he? Mark, did he become an umpire? Don't know. Was he a catcher, Mark? Don't know about Hank Gowdy. I never heard him until I read this. The Hank Gowdy. Uh, in 1918, Chicago White Sox losing 5-4 to four to the Yankees in the ninth with no outs. Bases loaded. A guy named Chick Gandel lines oh. to Frank Baker, who turns the play into a triple play. Game over. Pretty that? unusual. That's Chick Gandle of the betting going on there. Five yeah, to four, the base is loaded, yeah. and, and you bet the White Sox to win? <laughs> okay. Uh, in 1923, uh, the New York Giants beat the Phillies 22 to 5 at Baker Field in Philadelphia. It was the first time in the 20th century. That a major league team scored in every inning. That's a good thing to figure out how many teams have done that. In 1925, future Hall of Famer Lou Gehrig pinch hits for shortstop Pee Wee Wangage. W A N I N G E Wangage. Wangage in a 5 4 loss, and that was the first of his record 21 30 consecutive games. So he pinch hit for the shortstop. And then he went on to keep on playing uh, for how many more years? What are those? Ten years? Thirteen. Thirteen. 1937, the White Sox had a pitcher named Bill Dietrich. 
Uh, he no-hits a St. Louis Browns 8 nothing at Comiskey Park. All right, that's a no-hitter on this thing. Uh, in 1939, the first major boxing match is on uh, TV, U.S. TV. Heavyweight bout from Yankee Stadium between Max Bear and Lou Nova. Who won? Bear. Bear. Lou Nova in the 11th round at TKO. (laughs) Nova was a lock. Sorry. 1939, the first Major League night game takes place at Philadelphia Shribe. Shribe? Shribe. 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 Get it right. Okay, well, I wasn't around. In 1941, Mel Ott hits his 400th home run and his 1500 RBI as the Giants beat the Reds. How about that one? Hmm. I can turn the page. Uh, 1943, Pittsburgh Pirates. You remember this guy, Rip Sewell? Yeah. yeah. He patents his EFIS pitch and blooper pitch. You know, he won 20 games that year. I don't know how many times he threw that pitch, but. That's when it first uh, came about. In 1944, Washington Senators outfielder, his name was Stan Spence. He goes six for six in a win over the Browns. He had five singles and a home run. That's a great uh, game, huh? Mm -hmm. Uh, In 1959, don't remember this. I was too young. Little League, two-time defending champion, Monterey, Mexico, is ruled ineligible to compete because they were using players outside the predetermined geographical area mm. i guess they had to have people in their own uh country <laughs> i don't know but province more about that. hemisphere <laughs> 65 again again a man named robert manry begins his 78 day voyage to sail in a 13.5 foot yacht called tinkerbell Across the Atlantic Ocean. Did he make it? Yeah, right. It doesn't have anything that he drank. In 1970, how about this one? 1970, Commissioner Bowie Kuhn reprimands Astros pitcher Jim Bouton for writing ball four. He reprimanded him. So much for freedom of the press. Telling the truth, maybe, huh? Good book. Tell the truth. June 1st, 1975, Nolan Ryan throws his fourth. No hitter. Thank you, Mets. <laughs> 1979, <laughs> NBA championship. The Seattle Supersonics beat the Washington Bullets. Good four series. To one, four to one. Seattle's first ever uh, pro sports championship. Mm-hmm. 1980, Steve Garvey uh, hits the 7,000th Brooklyn Dodger slash L.A. Dodger home run ever. 7,000 at that point. Uh, in 1987, pitcher Phil Necro of the Indians at this point wins his 314th game. I believe that was his last. And combined <coughs> with his brother Joe's, 216, have the most wins by a brother team at 530. Uh, 1997, I don't remember this one. Dodgers had a fellow named Wilton Guerrero. I wonder if he's related to you-know-who. Breaks his back, and cork was revealed. Anyone know if he's related to the the Guerrero family? Remember the story. I'll I'll look it up in a minute. Okay, and then in 2012, here's the one we're talking about. 
Johan Santana of the Mets throws the first Met no hitter ever against the Cards, or was it? (laughs) Right, 2012. 2012. 2012. Was it? Did the ball hit the the, uh, the foul line? Right, we saw that, but they called it a foul. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's that's June first for you. Uh, Sports stories by Larry is next up on our uh, agenda. He is sponsored by sponges what do you have today for us larry my story this week is entitled how is Brittany griner doing on the court now as you recall Brittany griner the phoenix mercury star center since 2013 missed the entire 2022 season because she was jailed in russia for allegedly smuggling narcotic drugs into the country Brittany was imprisoned for 10 months, but she was released on December 8th, 2022 in a prison swap. This long layoff from playing basketball raises the question whether the 32-year-old six-foot-nine grinder could be a star again for 2023. Let's compare Brittany's career stats before her Russian captivity against her 2022 three stats so far. First, Brittany's stats before the Russian captivity. Before Russian captivity, Griner's career stats stood at 18 points at eight rebounds per game with 80% foul shooting. Remember, her stats are for the 40-minute WNBA games, not for the 48 minutes as played in the NBA. Second, Griner's stats on the court now. Brittany missed the first of two exhibition games because she thought her conditioning and training was not sufficient to play very well. Playing in the second exhibition game, Griner's performance was far below her career stats. Brittany remarked that she was rustier on the court than expected. But unbelievably, Griner regained her old form for the first three 2023 regular season games. Playing on the road against Los Angeles Sparks on 19 May, Brittany remarkably reached her career stats again. However, she tired playing 25 minutes in this contest. For home court games against the Chicago Sky on May 21st, and Minnesota Lynx on May 25th, amazingly, Griner performed even better than her career stats, averaging 23 points and nine rebounds with 86% foul shooting, and managed playing 31 minutes for each of these two home games. Interesting side notes. Brittany now earns $165,100 for her for the 2023 Phoenix Mercury campaign, a 32% drop from her last season salary. Hmm. Two factors can help explain Griner's low salary. First, NBA, WNBA teams have a hard salary cap of, anybody want to take a guess? Merely 1,339,000. Hmm. Second, in Brittany's absence, Phoenix upped its salary commitments to 41-year-old 
Diana Taurasi and to other free agent players. On contract length, it is still not clear to me why Mercury offered Griner only a one-year deal. After all, Brittany had a three-year contract with them previously. Perhaps the Phoenix Mercury had doubts that Brittany would fully <coughs> recuperate to play at a high level again. Finally, how did Brittany's return <clears throat> affect attendance at Phoenix home games? In 2022, without Griner playing, the Mercury's home attendance averaged only 8,000 fans. But in 2023, with Brittany playing, Phoenix home attendance rose to an average of 12,000 fans for its first two home games. No doubt that Griner's high-profile return had a lot to do with so many more fans attending <laughs> early home games. That completes my story for this week. Anybody have any comments for Larry? All right, uh, Gerald and then Michael. I have one too. You're, you have to unmute, Gerald. Muted. Gerald. Muted. Here he goes. Okay. Remarkable comeback for her after going through all of those problems in Russia. Absolutely amazing. Cool. Yeah. All right. Michael? Did one of you guys or Larry know? I'm just curious. What was her top salary when she was playing for Russia? For Russia, she got a million dollars the last time she was there, before she was arrested. She played there for six years. She was getting a million dollars to play there. Uh -huh. Raji, you want to say something? Yeah, that's why they go abroad, right? The salaries are much, much higher than the WNBA. Yeah. It was getting before, before, uh, before she was uh, in prison, she was getting $225,000 from the uh, Mercury. Yeah, but you also said she didn't get arrested for bringing uh, drugs into the country. She was, wasn't she leaving and they did a check? Or was it coming? Yeah. 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 And yeah. there was like vaping stuff. It wasn't. Yeah. That's what was drugs. there, but that's what was there. But they charged her for smuggling narcotics. That's the difference. Doesn't make sense. Okay. I have one more. Yeah. Go ahead, Gerald. I have oh. one more thing to add, but go ahead. No, it's, it's unrelated to Brittany, Larry. Go ahead. You might feel sorry for Griner, who got only a one-year contract and a much reduced salary. But in February, Brittany signed a book deal with Knopf to tell the story about her arrest and detention in Russia. The book will come out in the spring of 2024. Although the book's financial terms were not disclosed, you can bet your bottom dollar that the deal would dwarf her current basketball salary. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. How are the how's the Mercury doing this year? They're, 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 one, and two. they're one and they're one and two. Oh, they won until they won the next game. They won the last game. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're tomorrow. Tomorrow's the next. Game. Yeah, yeah. They don't play a long schedule. They play, I think, thirty games is the max. Well, it's, uh, it's forty. 40. Now. Oh, the forty. Look at the forty. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Forty, isn't that right? Okay. Okay. Yeah, it went. It went from thirty-four to forty games. Okay. Okay, Gerald. Two, two uh, comments unrelated to Brittany. The question before I think are you going to first name basis with her? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is there is there a player named Then? I think was a question. Right. The answer is yes. 
Oh. There's a 23-year-old pitcher named Juan Then That's the one, Jerry. That's the one. Seattle, 23 years old. Now, the second question was, if I could... Uh, he stumped. Wilton Guerrero. Oh, yeah, the Guerrero. Relative, brother of Vladimir Guerrero. Ah. Uncle oh. of Gabriel Guerrero and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Oh, wow. That's a oh, so the, the Vladimir Guerrero Sr. and him were brothers. Correct. So, so he's the uncle so, of Adam Guerrero. So he's the Jr. uncle right. of Jr. today. And they're not related to Pedro Guerrero, right? I don't think so. I don't think so. No, no. That's no. remarkable because it's a very common name, as you know. Yeah. Vladimir. Okay. Vladimir. Okay. Very good on that. And Wilton. How about Wilton? Who names a baby Wilton? <laughs> I wonder if he's, not, if he's related like, to Vladimir Horowitz. Maybe. No, no, no you know why? Yeah, he's, you, know, you know why he's Vladimir? Because when the Russians took over Cuba, they, they, a lot of Cuban people put Russian names on their on their kids. Oh, oh very it's nice. Well, history lesson here. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. All right. Education works. All mm -hmm. right. Thank you there. Let's move on to, uh, I can call you Michael today because the other Michael is not on. So, Michael, your Yankees and Jets rant sponsored by Bicycle Racks. Oh, okay. Actually, I do have rants about both teams, believe it or not. And I'll start with the Jets. And the Jets could go two ways. They will either go deep into the playoffs with all their studs and their Hall of Fame quarterback, or they'll be the SOJ Jets again. And here's why they could be SOJ, okay? As if anybody didn't realize, okay? First of all, Salah has a horrible decision-making ability. He does a lot of things that he just doesn't think straight when he's calling games. And the worst one I was saying in the past podcasts, he has a very poor control of his players with the players' social media ports. And I went over hosts, and I went all over that. And also, there are issues with Aaron Rodgers already. For example, he goes to the uh, training camp and he tweaks his ankle or something like that. Yeah. And he adds ah, nothing, no big deal. Yeah. Okay. But hamstring. Apparently, I still see that he has a tweaked ankle. So, uh, I mean, that's an example. And I'm sure there is a chance of other drama queen uh, idiosyncrasies kicking in. Brees Hall, okay? He may, be the, he may have been the best running back of the NFL last year. And now you see he may not be ready when the season begins. I saw him in the news. He's, he's pulling some tires, but he says he may not be ready. And then there's this offensive tackle, Mackay Becton, who, when he was playing well, he was as good as anybody would ever want to see. And uh, there's a good chance that he may be totally useless. And uh, that's about it. You know, there, there, there are plenty of reasons that the whole season could be killed for the Jets. And uh, they had they, they have such a terrible uh, history of bad luck. So uh, that's my Jets. Okay. And with the Yankees, I've come up with a lot of things with the Yankees. First of all, <laughs> they're making such a big deal over Stanton and Donaldson coming back. Okay, why can't they? First, why, why can't we first see if these guys can hit in the AAA? I mean, Stanton plays one game for Somerset. He goes over three. Now he's back in the big ball club. 
maybe a couple of weeks and showing because he's going to just strike at him. You know, that's that's the way it looks. He's going to strike out a lot. And the same thing with Donaldson. Who the hell knows if he could hit? All right. And if Stanton and Donaldson are in tomorrow's lineup as planned, along with Anthony Volpe, that's a good chance that'll be an 0 for 12 in your lineup. Think about it. Volpe can hit lately. And the other two, who the hell knows? Next, Nasty Nestor can't go more than five innings, if you notice. Boone makes too many managerial mistakes, and apparently that's due to analytics. I find that Boone showing so much anger management problems, I feel that it could lead to adverse umpire calls. Because I'm worried about him. He's, I hope he doesn't have a heart attack. Judge, <laughs> he's getting too many kanaharas. He's too good to be true, and I worry about Judge. By the way, as an aside, did anybody ever read a book called Calico Joe? Calico Joe is about a player who was even better than Judge. And he played for the Washington Senators and he hit home runs more prolifically than Judge, like you would not want to believe. And the story is about a young boy who venerated Calico Joe. And his father is a hanging on 25th player on the New York Mets. And this is like in the 1973 Mets when the Mets were pretty good. And he was pitching one game against the Senators and he hits Calico Joe in the head and Calico Joe was never the same. And I would just love if they ever make a movie version of it. I hope it doesn't happen to judge, but I always have the image of Aaron judge being Calico Joe. So that's my aside about Calico Joe. Aaron judge is too good to be true. And after he played last year, the way he was playing, I was thinking, how the hell could he get better? And he got better. So who the hell knows where he's going to go? Uh, another thing that I see wrong with the Yankees is DJ LeMahieu. All of a sudden, is an average hitter. You notice? Labor uh, Torres, he makes too many mental mistakes. Watch him play. Uh, what's with Cole now giving up all of all those home runs? The other day when uh, Bader threw that bad throw to the catcher, they called the Little League play. Where was Cole? He was standing there instead of uh, covering home plate. So who the hell knows where his brain is? And what the hell happened to Harrison Bader? My God, is he maybe one of the most injury-prone players, even more than Stanton? He's always hurt. I'm worried about him. And the last thing I have in my uh, rant is this Ben Rothfeld. Who's to say that Ben Rothfeld is better than Hickey and Trevino? And yet, he nevertheless is going to be staying in AAA, which is another concern. So all of those things are all my rants. And yet, I think as the season goes, the Yankees will gravitate towards first place. I also predict that the first place team the Yankees are going to have to pass are going to be the Baltimore Orioles. And that's my entire report. And I thank you. Led, led by Aaron Hicks. Yeah. Right. Who's going to, who wants to comment on this uh, report? Uh, Fred? Yeah. Uh, going back to what Michael said about the Jets, if you read today's paper, there seems to be a convergence of opinion. Salah said he's very optimistic that Hall will play in game one. Paul says, I'll be ready when I'll be ready. But you never know. I'm just <laughs> taking it a week at a time. Everybody wants me to be ready for day one. But you have to come back when you feel ready. I feel like I'm ready. I'll just know I'll be back when I'm, when I'm ready. <laughs> there you go. That's a little, uh, he's a second-year player or a third-year player? Second-year player. There's actually a pretty good chance if he wouldn't have gotten hurt last year and he would have continued on his pace, he would have been the Offensive rookie of the year instead of uh, Garrett Wilson, good. but yeah. you don't say those words like that. But, but did, you see, did you see the Met game the other night? Very nice touch. 
Garrett Wilson, who was friends with Brett Beatty since yeah. like sixth grade, oh, yeah. threw out the first pitch, the first and they pitch, would yeah. get together. And they're they're nice. very good friends. Very yeah. nice. Very nice. All right, Larry? Monday night. Yeah, I, I think you're underestimating Aaron Judge, yeah. Michael, because he's, he's hitting uh, close to 300. Even though he missed 11 games, he's on a track to hit 57 home runs at the pace he's going mm -hmm. right now. Right. And, and all and of a sudden, it, nobody's saying that he's not as good as any player they've ever seen. That's, it, that's, it, where, it, that's where his level is right now. You know, it, it, Michael, you've come a complete um, 180 from about three weeks ago when the Yankees were the, the ultimate, the um, – team in in the major leagues in your mind by saying this one and that one and now yeah. stanton and donaldson they're getting paid big money they have to come to the big team and if they they don't do good or that's something else but they have to bring them back and volpe i heard reports today is a big controversy they think volpe should be brought back to the minors um some people say no 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 let the kid play out of it um i don't know what everyone else is a Pinning you know what? He you was know like why? he was like Mr. New York two months ago, and now he can't hit a ball. But when you think of it, Mark, the second best the, the second best playing Yankee right now is IKF. Put yeah. him at short and put this uh Russo in center field until uh Beta comes back and you have an offensive team and you hold off on Donaldson and Stanton for a couple of weeks. Yes. No, they're ready to come back. It, isn't isn't LeMayu starting to pick it up? I mean, he set some good games on that game Saturday. And you, and he's hitting 243. Yeah, but he's, I think he was hitting worse. This is a potential 300 type hitter. 260 I mean. something, yeah. Fred. That's about it. Yeah. Now, who's leading off for the team now? Uh, What's Torres. His name? Torres. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe put LeMayo back at the top of the order and see what happens. Yeah. That's what he has, his big success leading off. And and who's this Calico Joe? Who, who's, what's his real name? Calico Joe is a <laughs> baseball player that is even more spectacular than Aaron Judge, and he played for the Washington Senators, and it's fictional. And it's oh, it's fictional. fictional. I thought he yeah, was a real ball player who played for the Mets. I'm trying to All figure right. out who's, who you're talking about. Give it a shot. It's a great book. And it, it takes place in 1973 when the Mets are right, good. I don't read. I don't yeah. read. <laughs> <laughs> I don't read. Okay. Uh, Jared. <laughs> I mentioned it was a book. Come I, I must have missed it. Play it back. I don't know. I was talking to uh, Roger. <laughs> uh, Roger, what do you got? You want to say something? Uh, didn't Willie Mays want to go down to the minors, uh, Mark, in his rookie season? Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Brocious, send me down. Right, he yeah. could hit the curveball yeah. or something for. He has, he has Mr. Leo. What was he, over 14 when he first started or something right. like that? And I think he got his first hit against uh, Warren Spahn. Yeah. Home run. Yes. Gerald, your hands up a long time. What's up? So, Mike, I mentioned this to you a couple of times. Mike Feiner. Isaiah kind of Falafa has Ralph kind of blood in him. You have to talk positively. And I just want to read this. this. He's the second cousin twice removed of Major League Hall of Famer Kiner, Ralph Kiner, on his mother's side. That is a very close relationship. Her cousin is Ralph Kiner went to his bar mitzvah, right? Before Isaiah Kiner Falefer started to play as well as he is right now, 
I used to call him the falafel man. Now <laughs> that he's good, we call him IKF. And uh, he really started to improve his play. Yeah. And, and he's pretty versatile. He plays shortstop and, and other positions. Right. right. Outfield. Yeah. Yeah. He's, 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 right. Getting to be, he's getting to be like Ben Zobrist. Right. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, Fred, you want to comment? And yeah, just one more thing. When Michael said that he thinks either the Jets could be the same old garbage <laughs> Jets or go deep in the playoffs. Well, there is a middle ground. I mean, depending who they play, they could get into the playoffs and get wiped out in the first round. Like, yeah, but that's SOJ too. I mean, that's, you know, they, they, they're, they're going to be, they, Fred, they could be a very annoying team again. Let's put it that way. Or, or, or they could be like the Giants last year, win a playoff game and, the, and then get blitzed by a far superior team. And well, at least they make the playoffs. That, that happens. They have yeah, a streak going on, right? The, 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 the AFC East is, is pretty good this year, you know? Yeah, well, they're, they're not a shoe in to get in there. No, I know, but you know, uh, they have the longest streak, I think, out of all. But, but I mean, you know, we talk about Aaron Rodgers, and we talk about Aaron Rodgers, and remember a couple of years ago, they got into playoffs, the big favorites at home against the 49ers, and what they score seven points, 10 points. You know, there's no uh, we remember, yeah. I mean, we oh, all yeah. remember that game, it was like 13 10, 14 10, something. Yeah, game. I, don't, I don't like this injury though. He said it was nothing when he first got hurt. We, what is he yeah. still being injured for? He says, what, what does it say in the paper? They won't, they won't see Aaron Rodgers a quarterback for a little while longer. Yeah. <laughs> He's fine. Right, little, um, we'll see what happens. You know, you know, you know, what, you know what it reminds me? It reminds me of the Yankees with, with Aaron Hicks. He's day-to-day, you know, he'll be back in two days, and then guy's out three months. <laughs> All right. By the way, did you guys see him dancing at the Taylor Swift concert? No, no, but he went two for two yeah. the other day with the, for the team for the. I want, I want to know did he get in for free? They have to pay. Probably, <laughs> they probably beat the traffic somehow too. Thank yeah. you, Michael, for your report. We're going to move on. You got to move on. Uh, Mets uh, moments by Joe. Joe, you're second week doing this, and you know if you, if you we gave you a sponsor this week. You're 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 muted. You're muted. You made the grade. He's got a sponsor. You're still spon- You're still you're still muted, Joe. Oh, he's still muted, Joe. He's not muted. He's, he's not muted. muted. He's not muted? No. Joe, you have no sound, Joe. Yeah. No, 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 no. You work on that. We'll move on to Howie's West Coast Report. We'll come back to you if you can fix your issue there. Okay, so Howie's West Coast Report. Are you sponsored by a bank? <laughs> what bank? Oh, what bank? bank? The bank doesn't go under. Yeah. Be well so you get issue <laughs> I could go over the Giants who are right around the 500 mark. What What's happening with them is they only they signed Correa, the big prize, but they signed Hanniger and Conforto, who are just getting healthy now, and they're both hitting, as is J.D. Davis, who's playing every day. Wilma Flores, thank you, Mets. Former Mets. What what they're also doing, which is really great, is they're bringing up their uh, top prospects now. They got this captain Patrick Bailey, who can switch it, but who they're they're lauding his ability to frame the ball, and uh, he works very well with pitches. They got this guy Casey Schmitz, who who was normally a third baseman because J.D. Davis that has taken over third base, and even another guy, David Bayon, who's supposed to be a third base. J.D. is taking over third base. Brandon Crawford's like his last year, so this guy, Casey Schmitz, has seen uh, 
action at third, second, and short. Uh, and they got Ed Sable, who's a catcher outfielder. Uh, they're bringing up uh, their top pristine prospect, Kyle Harrison, who's in AAA. But, I mean, their pitching is really good, always has been. Now the hitting is getting together, and they're around 500. And right. to tell you the truth, if you look at the National League, the two powerhouse teams are the Dodgers and the Braves, and the rest of us are around 500 or just above, mm. with a few surprises mm. like Arizona. Right. But I digress. A month ago, uh, we heard that former uh, giant legend, Madison Bumgarner, was put on waivers. And uh, no one has picked him up. Uh, he was cut by the, the D-backs after giving up 20 runs in his first 16 and two-thirds innings of the, of the game, of the year. And basically in Arizona, he had a 5.32 ERA over 69 starts since 2020 when he first signed there. Uh, and he yells at batters, you know, if they do anything or show off. Well, the Athletic dropped a big piece about him a week ago that says that basically Baumgartner wasn't on speaking terms with Arizona pitching coach Dan Harron. Uh, he pitched for the for the D-backs, also pitched for the A's, and that he couldn't talk to him, and uh, he had to run through the catchers. It was like playing telephone. This is this is like high school, junior high school. <laughs> then uh, during the uh, COVID season of 2020, he showed up with horrible earned run average, like six and a half runs a game, but he was out of shape. And apparently had not touched the baseball during the entire shutdown. And uh, I do have another story about him, uh, which occurred when he was still with the Giants in 2019. Uh, Max Muncy of the Dodgers, I'm looking, as you probably wouldn't know this, he homered into McCovey Cove. That's the Cove outside right field. They're, they're up to 99 uh, splash hits in McCovey Cove. One more and it'll be 100. Anyway, so Muncie's at the plate. Uh, Bumgarner was already rolled up because a pitch before to, to uh, lead off hitter was, was called the ball. So he's just pissed off. Muncie <clears throat> hits the ball, knows immediately it's going to be a home run. It's going to go in here. Oh, is just watching it. Meanwhile, Bumgarner's on the mound. He's really pissed, and he's yelling at him. And he says, <clears throat> "So, uh, uh, Muncie says I hit the ball, and then he yelled at me. He said, 'Don't watch.' Bumgarner told him, 'Don't watch the ball. You run.' And this is a classic response. This is Max Muncie. I love this guy, even though he's a Dodger. I responded back, 'If you don't want me to watch the ball,' You can go get it out of the ocean. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> this really occurred. But this was indicative of, of uh, how bad he was at the end. His refusal to develop another pitch for as miles an hour got off his fastball. And now the fact that he doesn't wasn't even talking to the uh, pitching coach in Arizona. This is like the last 2021. This is over three years. So no one's picked them up. 
I don't know who. Maybe they'll wait till the uh, trade deadline, but that's the story. Okay. Interesting. Comments. Uh, Gerald? Yeah, I wanted to mention two things. Michael Conforto, I didn't realize this. He's batting 250 with 11 homers. That's that's pretty good. Yeah. And the second thing is, how much was, what was Bumgartner's contract? I guess some of that had to be eaten. Did that run through this season or beyond? Oh, uh, I have to look it up. It was pretty damn good. Uh, the Giants actually could have easily matched it. Uh, I'm going to try to get it. All right. I'm right there. Uh, salaries. Uh, it's uh, $6 million for 2020. That was a shortened season. 19 for 21, 23 and 23 for 22 and 23. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, uh, yeah. And he hasn't been picked up. <laughs> now, if he gets picked up, minimum salary. Uh, yeah. Minimum Just, salary. Arizona is on. Is on. You know, is going to close the rest. <laughs> it, it, it's it's similar to what happened with Aaron Hicks. The Orioles are paying him four hundred eighty thousand dollars, and the Yankees are on the hook for the rest. Of, minus four hundred eighty thousand. The difference. Okay. Yeah. Be interested to see what he does. Okay. See what happens. Comments, yeah. Michael. Yeah, I have a question for Howie. Uh, I've been to a lot of baseball stadiums, and some are a piece of cake to get to, and others are such a pain in the neck to go to and then leave, like Yankee Stadium and stuff. Uh, Marlin Stadium is brutal. I just want to know, uh, I've seen the San Francisco Giants Stadium. Is that an easy stadium to go in and out of? Yes. Yes. Yes, uh -huh. it is. I mean, to go in this, the actual stadium, yeah, you can either take ramps or yeah. elevators, if you're in the middle deck, which is called the, you know, it's called the elite deck, you have more of a, uh, uh, an array of food and all that. The middle deck, uh, it's pretty classy. Uh, but getting in and out of there, yeah, because you get, because there are people who drive, but it takes a year. Yeah. I've driven there. It takes a year and a day to get out of lots. So you take the bar, mm. you come from the East Bay or South Bay, and then you Flipped over to the Muni Metro, which is stationed right there. And they run extra trains literally every minute uh, right. at the end of the game. You know, if you, and if you want to leave like Mark does in the seventh inning. Top of the eighth. Top of the eighth. I was listening on the radio. It was almost impossible to get out of City Field after today's game. There was a humongous traffic jam. Wow. Top of the eighth. Top of the eighth. Yeah. You're home. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joe, thank you, Howie. Did, Joe, did you fix your sound? No, no, I can't hear you, no, Joe. You have no sound. What's no going sound. on? It's got to reboot his volume. Your volume. Is your Someone volume? Is your volume? Phone turned to us. Anyone know? He's speechless. He's volume control. <laughs> That's Is your volume raised? No, you're coming up nothing. What? Why? Why doesn't he reboot, Mark? Yeah. What? Yeah. Reboot. Reboot. reboot it Mark. often come back. You want to reboot and come back? I'll let you back in. Reboot is computer, not just Zoom. Yeah. Right. All right. Yeah. We'll, we'll do that. We'll come, hope yeah. we'll get back to you. I know you have a report and you want to do it. So let's go on to Fred. Yeah. Fred, your uh, NBA Basketball. finals NBA? and NHL. Uh, finals. Okay. What do you have? Well, I'm, look, I'm looking very much forward to Denver versus Miami, where 
with the Nuggets finally get their due and get into the spotlight, they've been a great team for a good team for a lot of years and a very stable franchise. And we'll see the best play that, that, that nobody knows about in America. In joke, in uh, joke, who, by the way, the Knicks could have had because uh, among other teams, he was drafted number 41 in 2014. A lot of teams passed on him, including the Knicks who picked uh Anthony early. If anybody remembers him, <laughs> but anyway, I, I think Denver's gonna win it in say six games. I think Miami will win a couple of games. But and but the other night I was so shocked by the way the Celtics played. Oh man. I mean, it was part I mean Miami partially played, you know, you know, the way they played, but the Celtics were terrible. I mean, I know Tatum hurt his ankle twenty five yeah. seconds into the game. And that was a big thing, but Caleb Martin was great. I mean, you, you got to love the way the, the Heat developed these players who, who are not drafted and just mold them into a, into a unit. They're, they're really they're, – both teams are fun teams to watch. I think it's going to be a very good series. And I, I like Denver in six. Okay. I don't know what – anybody else have an opinion? It's what fun they think to see Boston get beaten, Fred. Come on, admit that. Oh, yeah. I agree. Thank you. I agree. That's fun. Yeah, Roger. I mean, the Celtics lost three games at home. I mean, <laughs> that's right. They did. You, yeah. to, you couldn't win in Boston Garden. I mean, that, that's they didn't defend the home court. I mean, what do you want? Right. I mean, so. Hey, the hockey was fun too, guys. Got to admit. Oh yeah, Florida. That's right. <laughs> Florida. You have what any updates on us from the uh, Vegas NHL? Dallas. Uh... NHL is Vegas versus Florida. I have to admit, I don't know a lot about each, each you know, even team, but it's. Good hockey in the South and the West. I don't know. I, I, I have no prediction. I think Florida's going to actually think Florida's going to win. I think they got the hot gold tender. Yeah, but that's a problem. You know, well, yeah, Florida eight seed yeah. in yeah. hockey and Florida eight seed in the NBA. That's right. And they both beat Boston. You know, like and they both Bo- beat Boston. Boston and, yeah. In the yeah. It shows you how poor hockey is marketed, though. Come on, nobody cares. Who cares? <laughs> Here, nobody cares. Yeah. Right. No. The true hockey fans. Oh, look at Las Vegas. You know, they were in the finals, was it two years ago or three years ago? I think they're three years, three years first, ago. I think they weren't in the finals their first year or second First year. They were. Yeah. And Gerard yeah. Gallant was their coach. And I think right. uh, uh, Washington beat them. I yeah, think it's Washington. I think that's true. Yeah. yeah. So oh, the franchise there. Mark, what, what yeah, yeah, Michael. If two teams like this from the NFL were playing against each other, we'd all be interested. Let's face it. You know? Okay, yeah. okay I'm just curious what the uh, the TV ratings are going to be for the uh, NHL finals. That's how big it is. That's how big it is. Bunch of old men. That's how big it is. Hockey's always been sort of a niche <laughs> sport, you know? I know, I know, but if the uh, if the Rangers were there, oh, oh that'd be our top story. You know that for sure, huh? Yeah, well, it would be. Well, I mean, top right. NHL fans hate the, Ran- the Rangers. Were in the oh. finals. The Daily News might finally cover hockey. Yeah. <laughs> so Denver's looking for their first title. Las Vegas and Dallas are looking for their first championship. What? Not Dallas, Florida. What Dallas? I'm in mean, Florida. Florida. You're right, Florida. Florida. Yeah. So we'll see. See what happens. Yeah. Joe, you have sound, Joe. 
Do I? You got yes. it. Yes. Yes. Oh, All right. Mets Moments by Joe, sponsored okay. by Worms. Worms? Worms. <laughs> I don't know if that's I don't know if I should be flattered or All right, we'll go on to somebody. <laughs> yeah, we got a sponsor, Joe. Okay. All right. Anyways, apologies. This is on the your, your sophomore your sophomore uh, report. Yeah, what happened is they uh they installed a new version of uh, Windows uh, subsystem for Android on my computer, and that screwed everything up. So anyway, I apologize. So anyway, anybody who knows me knows that I'm a glass half-empty kind of guy. So if anything oh. can go wrong, it will. That's my mantra. And being a Jets, Mets, Knicks fan, it helps. <laughs> you know, it can hurt. <laughs> Been sixty years or more of uh, you know <laughs> misery. Yes. Yes. Anyway, things are actually looking up a little bit for the Mets. Um, kinda kind of hit a home run last night. You know, this home. You know, another two run homer today. So who knows? I'm yeah. not. Uh, you know, I'm not uh, convinced yet. But it's a start. Scherzer right. had another good start today. Went seven innings, struck out nine. Looked really good. Um, Carrasco pitched well for two games in a row, so you know maybe it's something to build on. I'm not sure. I mean, they still got a still got a number of way uh, way to go. Um, McGill doesn't look very good lately. Um, uh, Seng has been in and out. He looked incredible the other night. I mean, he was basically unhittable uh, Monday night. Couldn't be touched. He looked so good. But he's uh, you know he's been a very good at home, not so good away. Let's see what happens. I mean he's. He's got the ability. We'll see if uh, we'll see if it kicks in. Um, looks like they're going with Alvarez most of the time, and he looks pretty good. And we'll see what happens, and uh, you know the rest of the league gets a look at him. Although it's interesting, it's different this year because they're playing every team uh, equally. Usually, you know, you're playing in your division and certainly your league. You know, eighty percent of the time, even with uh, even with. Um, <clears throat> You know, interleague play, so to hit his pitches, get to know you much quicker. So who knows? He they may make adjustments, and then it'll be up to Alvarez. Um, this may be what's happened to Volpe, uh, Michael. So we'll see. He should, you know, see if he makes the adjustment. Um, Beatty's been playing. Uh, Beatty's been hitting pretty decently, and he certainly looks much better at third. He made a beautiful play last night. Mm -hmm. with a, you know, a very very strong throw over. Oh the yeah, first. in the game, very yeah. true yeah. throw. So. You know, and uh, Vientos has been playing a little bit, and um, I, I'm I'm thinking that they're going to pull the plug sooner or later on uh, on Vogelback. I don't know how I much longer they they're going to go on him. I hope they do. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you, Rich. <laughs> yeah. So let's see what happens, and uh, finally, um, you know. The, uh, Scherzer again has come off two uh, good series in a row. Now let's see what happens with Verlander. He uh, didn't, didn't look very good. In, uh, didn't look very good in uh, Colorado. Again, he's again he's forty years old, and uh, let's see if he gets it together. Um, so that's it for this week. Thank you, about you, uh, a few people got a few comments. Yeah, sure. Let's see. Uh, let's go with uh, Jeff first. Yeah. Yes. No, no Kanaharas. That's important. Right. You talk about Kana, no Kana her. Oh, sorry. Ah. <laughs> no Kana her. Kana yeah. her, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see, Joe, how the Mets do in the next two series versus Toronto and, and Atlanta. And I right. made a 
to Howie before that if Oakland could beat Atlanta, then the Mets can beat Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. Is that yeah, possible? we'll see. <laughs> well, you know, they have, they, they, they have a chance. Atlanta's out a couple of pitchers still, and Strider <laughs> looks human this year. He hasn't, yeah. you know, he started off great, but yeah. he's been hittable lately. So, uh, you know, they're only, uh, for the, what, but five, five and a half games out. So, yeah, you know, still, still within shouting distance. And I think, I think they can make it at least as a wild card. Oh, but, actually, uh, now, Joe, the Mets are three and a half games out. Three and a half. So, yeah. yeah with so with today's win. Yeah. All right, Michael. Yeah, Great for uh, Joe and other Mets fans, I want some commentary on the Darius Sanchez experiment. And <laughs> I, always, I always feel that uh, somehow a guy who was that good could always catch lightning in a bottle again. Do you guys feel that it was so hopeless for Gary Sanchez? What do you think he deserved a better chance? I don't uh, know. I think I think what happened with the Mets is that Nito had to come back. Mm-hmm. You know, and they didn't want it. They didn't want to send Alvarez down. So yeah. I think it was. I think it was. I think it was a numbers issue with uh, with Sanchez. I wonder right. what they're going to do when Navias comes back. That's the big question. About maybe Vogelback will be the one to go when Navias. He's due to come back. Really, you think they'll keep three catches? Well, they can, you know, they can use Alvarez as a DH. As a DH, right? Vientos, we can do by Vientos. You know what Vientos, I mean? So. Um, a lot of people are are down on on Vogelback. The guy can't can't uh, he can't play the field. There's no position. They did an interview on him, and they, they said make believe make believe interview. And who are you? I'm Daniel Vogelback. What do you, where do you play? I'm a DH. Yeah. You know. Did you can you have you ever seen him in the field? Anybody? No. He's <laughs> I mean, the only place the only place he played the Pirates, I believe, and Seattle. He's played played Seattle. He must have played the field. What yeah, they used the place the place that got guys that couldn't move were were put at was either catcher or most often oh, first, base. first base. First base. First base. Yeah. That would be the only place, and I don't even think he could move enough at first base to. All uh, he does is walk. Well, ground yeah. down. He's not even. He's, he's not, not even. Walk. He's not he's even aggressive he lately. Played, he's just watching. He played linebacker. He, he, yeah, well, yeah, he's a he's a football player. At uh, and a lot of people were upset with today's lineup. I was listening to shows what? prior to the game. Why they moved Alvarez from number two to ninth today, and they had Vogel back doing the uh, the DH and Vientos wasn't starting. But you know the the number nine hitter. Now that there's no DH, it's, it's different than in the past. Because think of it, you have the number nine hitter, and then you got the, a good hitter right after you in Nimmo. So okay. there's nothing wrong, you know. I mean, outside you're not getting up, outside of the less at bats, not getting but, up four or five times. But a game. I think I think they actually said that somebody the other day that he liked. I thought was it Alvarez or somebody else batting ninth because Nimmo was, you know, was up right after him. If you're a kid and they put you up, how old is he? How old is uh, Alvarez? 21, 22. 21. If you're a 21-year-old kid and you were batting like uh, sixth, 7th, 8th, and go ahead, now you're batting second. Then you, you do a couple of days at second, and then now you're back know. at ninth. He I don't went, I don't think He I'm went 0 for 2 today, 0 for 3 today with a strikeout, Alvarez. What's his batting average? I, I don't have any. It was in the two, it was two, about 252. Two, 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 he's batting better than uh, Lindor and yeah. Alonso. Yeah. This guy report that Patrick Kane is going to be out four to six months. Something is his hip, hip surgery. surgery. Maybe hip surgery. Yeah. yeah. Patrick who? 
Kane on the Rangers. He wasn't going to resign with the Rangers anyway. He's free agent. Uh, thank you, Joe, on that report. Joe, I'm going to call you after the show. I got this. Yes, okay, Joe, one quick question. You think they're going to bring up Ms., uh, uh, the guy, Mauricio? 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 Well, you said, I, don't, I haven't followed it lately, but he was hitting really well. There's no place left for him to, nothing left for him to prove in the minors. And who, is, who are you going to replace? Orgo back. Yeah. Well, back, we said <laughs> that uh, when the catcher. No, put him at second, ba- second base, McNeil in left field. Yeah. Well, who else is coming out? Canna would come Canna's out. Canna's been on a roll now. You're going to say goodbye to him? Yeah, he's had, he well, had two no, good games. He'll play a couple times a week. He'll be a fourth yeah. outfielder. Yeah. He'll be trade bait. Somebody has to leave. Who are you taking Uncle out? back. No, but... but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, so Baez, who they, they signed for, I think, a one, two-year contract, whatever. He's coming back next week. He's a candidate. Who, who is it? On the Baez. The catcher. The Nito's going to go. Maybe Nito. Nito's going to go. Yeah. Nito's dirt cheap. Okay, whatever. Gerald? I like Nito. So on, on the matter of Vogelback, just to let everybody know, <laughs> for a career, he has zero stolen bases and one triple, and I guess we'll never see him get the steal sign. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, other uh, basketball, and thank you, Joe. Other basketball. It's a good thing Carl Farilla's not in right field these days. <laughs> yeah, right. He'd throw, he'd throw him out. Clemente. <laughs> yes. Yeah, right, right. Or uh, Ichiro. Or Vlad Sr. <laughs> or Rocky Calavia. <laughs> yes. We go on. Anyway, you heard that the Rangers and the Islanders are going to play outside mm. at uh, yes. MetLife yeah. Stadium in February. Uh, the, the Devils and the Flyers Ron will be there. also in February. And the Islanders will be the home, home team. The home team because the Rangers can never be the home team away from Madison Square Garden. That's right. Yeah. Is that true? They want, if they want the tax breaks. Yeah, yeah. And Something a couple of that. coaching changes. The the Bucks named Adrian Griffin, who mm-hmm. was the Raptors' assistant coach, as their new head coach. Remember him at Six is hired Nick Nurse, who was the Raptors' head coach. So they went from a doctor to a nurse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, the Pistons fired Monty Williams, who was the Suns' head coach. And, of yeah. course, the Knicks said goodbye to Scott Perry. And then they're thinking about – well, people start thinking about the next day that the general manager from the uh, the Warriors, Bob Myers, Bob Myers. stepped down. Mm. Why don't he move to the Rangers? Uh, Knicks, Rangers. sorry, Knicks. Yeah. And the Knicks said they may not replace the general manager at this time. I don't know what's happening. He's Some been more. mentioned about going down to L.A. <laughs> yeah. Right. Mark? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Mike. Yeah, I just want a, a little addendum to what Joe was reporting on about the Mets. Yesterday, I heard a fascinating interview with uh, Howie Rose on uh, Carton and Roberts, and he was talking about has he ever been nervous, and he says, "No, I don't get nervous at all." Uh, but there's one time I did get nervous, and it was like he said it was 1967, something like that, was during his bar mitzvah, because they went up to uh, <laughs> to do his Torah. He had a fear that all his lunatic friends are going to make him laugh. So uh, that was one time he was very, very nervous. Who, who was that? I missed it. Who was that? Howie Rose. Howie Rose. Howie Rose. And the other time he was nervous, of course, was when his mom passed away and he was afraid that he was going to mess up his speech of his mother's eulogy. And he was very, very nervous. And he was a big Beatles fan. So he looked up some of the Beatles songs 
and he listened to the Beatles sing Let It Be. And when he heard the uh, Beatles uh, song of Let It Be, he was able to do his mother's eulogy. But it was, he's a very interesting guy. And they're going to induct him into the Met Hall of Fame. Saturday. Saturday, yeah. He's going in with... Who else is going in? Um, Howard Johnson, Gary Cohen. Johnson, yeah. We're going in Saturday. Good game to go to. Howard Johnson, Gary Cohen, and uh, Al Leiter. Al Leiter, yeah. And Jay Horowitz. And Jay Horowitz. Jay Horowitz, Good game. Just go to that game and see that. That'd be cool. Uh, A couple... Yeah, Gerald. I think this was mentioned before. Gary Sanchez had a home run yesterday and today San for Diego? San Diego. Oh, really? And today yeah. what? Today what? I believe Sanchez had a home run for San Diego yesterday. He did. Today what? Anything today? Yesterday and today he had a home run. Oh, homer, homer. Yeah, you never yesterday's, know, Gary. yesterday's home run was the only run in the game until Flores scored two runs in the bottom of the ninth to win it. Wow. Hmm. Let's the see how he is in a week. I kept Gary Sanchez, Jerry. But now it's too late. How, how, bad, is San, how bad is San Diego? I mean, yeah. What's going on there? What's going on there? Eight games out of first place. Anyway, uh, George Washington University. Yes, sir. Anyone ever been there or passed there? Yeah. 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 Uh, they changed their nickname from the Colonials to the Revolutionaries. <laughs> <laughs> Colonials has been their name since 1926, and they say Colonials did not unify this community. Hmm. George Washington University says 8,000 entries for the new game, new name. Uh, Some of the final names were the Ambassadors, the Blue Fog. I don't understand that one. Maybe you do. And the Center. The Velvet Fog. Maybe, 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 the maybe, 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 the maybe, 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 the maybe, 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 the first lady maybe, the maybe, 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 Remember that when they had LSU and Iowa at the championship game, and uh, but uh, they did not. They decided not to invite them. Okay. Any comments so far? Let's move on really quick here. Baseball All Star voting has begun. I believe June first is the first day you can start vote for your. You can vote five times a day. <laughs> vote for your Mets or Yankees, depending upon you know your team. Uh, the Mets are 30 and 27, and the Yankees are 34 and 24. So, uh, what do you want to do about Volpe? We start, I we touched upon a few minutes ago. What do you want to do about him? Let him stay, let him play, play, play let him go down. Yankee fans are notoriously impatient, intolerant, and I think you need to let him, let him work it out. As long as, they, there, long, as, long as they keep winning. 34 and 24, you let him, he's not, not needed. Well, he won't be the reason that they're not winning. Right. No. His team no. was 24 and 34. And, he, and he's done some good things. He had the game winnings, yeah. sacrifice fly the other day, Saturday, getting good at bat there. You don't let him play. Let him, you know, let him play up here. Leave him there. You remember what happened last year when they dropped uh, Joey Gallo? That was the beginning of the Yankees playing like crap. So let's keep the chemistry. Let's keep the team the way they are. 
And unfortunately, we had to listen to and watch uh, Stanton strike out for a couple of weeks before he starts hitting. He's going to hit a home run his first day back. You watch. You watch. No. He's going to watch no. it a home run. You can pick on me next Tuesday, Mark, if that ever happens. So then you guys see last week the Yankees uh, debuted this Randy Vasquez on Friday night? Yeah, it was pretty right. good. 24-year-old from Dior. He had a pitch because I think uh, uh, Erman was still out. Yeah, yeah I had to fill in a, a spot there. So he did pretty good. But uh, mm. as soon as he was done, he went back to the minors. They called up this Matt Crook. Yep. R-O-K, lefty, 28. He made his debut. Is Crook still with the team? Anyone know? Or maybe... They brought I up Tommy Canely. Uh, Canely came up. I think he has to go down for Canely, yes. Maybe. Canely has a new pitch, apparently, so he'll be lights out for sure. <laughs> okay. And it, this summer should be really, really interesting watching Judge and Alonzo <laughs> with the home runs. What's Judge up to now? Alonzo's 16. 16. 16? And he missed 10 games. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. So yeah, 20, 20 to 16th. It should be a nice race watching them throughout the summer on how <laughs> how close they can come to, you know, record-breaking uh, numbers. Uh, let's see. With Sunday's Astros win, I don't know what the Astros did this week, Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, and today. Dusty Baker was one shy of Hall of Famer uh, Joe McCarthy's win total for oh, eighth place. No. Wow. Place. Dusty had with Sunday's win, twenty-one twenty-four. So I'm I'm not too sure how they've done this week. Maybe someone could figure out. Maybe at this point he's passed them. Tampa Bay was the first to forty wins. They got that yesterday, so they're the first team to have forty wins. Next best is thirty-five. Baltimore, the Yankees, and Texas will have thirty-five wins, and uh, the Dodgers have. 34, and I see that uh, Ronald Acuna, they were talking, could be the first person to be a 40-50 guy. 40 home runs. He's a scary talent, Acuna. Yeah. Oh, man. Just watch him play. Just watch him play. As long as he stays Oof. healthy. He could he smack the ball anywhere, anytime with that swing yep. the way he plays. And uh, you mentioned Spencer Strider. Uh, he reached 100 strikeouts, the fastest in the season ever for anybody. In wow. 61 innings, he went better uh, than Jake DeGrom getting wow. strikeouts. Okay. Interesting story there. Former Yankee Luke Voigt. He's out. Yeah. He DFA by the Brewers. Yeah. 32 years old. That's all he is. Home run champ during the mm. shortened COVID season. What do you have, 20? <laughs> Something like that. Something like that. Uh, only three extra base hits this year. All doubles, no home runs in 74. Mm. Maybe he's lost something. <laughs> who uh, who let him go? Brewers. Brewers. Oh, the Brewers. So wow. he's sitting out there. What's going to happen? Did anybody see pick this? Him up. anyone see this picture on the Angels? Over the weekend, or maybe this week, Ben Joyce. He threw over 100, right? I didn't see it. Content, constantly. Continuously. Uh, so you know, it's just, just, waiting right for the, just waiting for the news to come out that he needs Tommy John surgery. Absolutely. Yeah. Down the right? line, you'll see there that. You go. 
Yeah. And the great news that the, the White Sox closer, Liam Hendricks, was activated yeah. one day to a tremendous, tremendous uh, uh, ovation. Uh, diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma in January. Now he's cancer-free. Good. And uh, he's back pitching. And what an ovation the guy uh, did get. That's a great, great, great story. Yes. Uh, Craig Kimbrell got his 400th save on Friday. Again, maybe he has more now. No, wait, he pitched today. For a pitched today. Did they get a save? Yeah. I'm not yeah. sure. No. Oh, no, you know, nothing. That's one today. <laughs> yeah, let's beat them. Beat and here's uh, an interesting Phillies. story. Um, interesting story. Um, former pitcher. You got to go back, let's see, to the late 70s. So how many years ago was that? 50. 50 there was a pitcher, I believe he pitched for the, for the Giants. He pitched for the Giants and other teams yeah. called Greg Minton. Oh, yeah. 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 M-I-N-T-O-N. He wasn't he, read this. He wasn't even a 500 pitcher during his career. He didn't even win. Didn't even win 60 games in his career, and never a, in discussion for Hall of Fame. Really he holds a major league record that might not ever be beaten. Anyone know what it is? No. No. Bob Feller, Sandy Koufax, Bob Gibson, Tom Seaver, Nolan Ryan never did it. But in 1978, Minton pitched 269 and a, and a third innings. No walks. Without giving up a home run. Oh, wow. wow. Finally, John Stearns of the Mets. <laughs> Thank you. Think, that's yeah, how long John Stearns is dead from now. From Colorado, by the way. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, he actually went four years without giving up a home run. Wow. Never, never been prior, uh, prior, no one before, no one after. He faced 807 batters mm. before a home run. Mm. And, and you know there's a guy playing for the um, the Long Island Ducks. His name is Boog Powell. Yeah. Yeah. The Boog Powell. Not the Eagles. No. no. Anyone know his real first name? No. The guy played for Seattle for a couple of years. Absolutely. And the A's. And the A's. I don't remember. Luke Powell, uh, he's a first baseman. No, he wasn't. I think he I played second base, this guy. Anyway, he, he not related to the book. Not John. Not John Powell. His real name is Herschel Mack. Powell the fourth. Yeah. <laughs> His father nicknamed him Boog because his dad, grandfather, and great-grandfather had the same name. John. Mm -hmm. John, John, John. Same John, but not the same we're talking about. Okay? One. Huh. And if you did not notice, oh, by the way, Michael Pollock from the Long Island Ducks is planning to come back to our show in a few oh. weeks. I'm, I'm no, trying to like, get him on the show. Spoke to him last week. He's anxious to come on. We just got to finalize a date. We'll let you know. Uh, college softball. Did you know the Oklahoma Sooners women uh, had gone 48-game winning streak? <laughs> and uh, they, they did that. So they hold the all-time record. Uh, Arizona had 47. And now the Oklahoma Sooner women have the all-time record for that. Uh, I know that Roger has a story about who? Jimmy Garofalo? Mm. 
Raiders. Tell us about Jimmy Garofalo and the Las Vegas Raiders. Right. To me, it's always Oakland Raiders, but yeah, Las Vegas Raiders. Al Davis probably turning over in his grave. It hasn't been too much commitment to excellence <laughs> lately, right, Howie? <laughs> commitment yeah. to, I don't know what, but uh, yeah, I saw, the, I saw the story and I'm like, great, now we don't have a quarterback. I had Mark look up to, for me to find out who their backup was, who's Brian Hoyer. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. League 15 years, and I think he's made a total of maybe 40 starts. Um, they did draft a, um, a, per, a quarterback from Purdue in the fourth round, and Aiden. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, so there's not a lot of coverage there, but he's still he's still part of the team. He's got a good agent or something because um, he he got the foot surgery right after he signed uh, with the Raiders in March. It was a three-year, seventy-two point five million contract. Um, they and it was reworked, you know, because of his health. They put kind of an addendum, this waiver in his contract. They, you know, <laughs> you know, he clearly was not going to pass the physical, which they knew, you know, at the time of the signing. Um, so, and he's, he's not expected to practice until, you know, training camp the earliest. There's no timetable for him to get back. But I'll just, I'll just read you what this waiver had to say. This was, this was kind of interesting. These guys, they've got good lawyers, I can tell. <laughs> the addendum stated that Garoppolo acknowledges that in the absence of this waiver, he would not pass the club's physical uh, examination because of a pre-existing medial and middle cuneiform and a fracture of the base of the second metatarsal in the player's oh, left right. and the club would not enter in an NFL player right. with the player. That's pretty specific. And then the contract, the addendum stated the nature of his foot injury puts him at increased risk for future issues and that he understands that such condition has decreased his ability to play professional football and that continuing to play professional football may result in deterioration, aggravation, or re-injury of the existing conditions rendering player physically unable to perform the services that would be required of a player by an NFL player contract. Mm-hmm. How you like that? <laughs> so he's still part of the Raiders. We don't know when he's coming back yet. So. And he's been hanging out around the, you know, the, uh, where they, you know, practicing, but yeah, no, no ETA on uh, when he's going to be back. So Brian Hoyer, huh? So let me ask you a question. No, it was this more to Mark Brian Hoyer. No. I, I, they, you remember who is being voted maybe as part-time owner? Oh, Mr. Brady, right? Tom Brady. Yeah, right, right. Remember we said Tom Brady is always in the back pocket maybe to play for the Raiders? Yeah, right. Now, just think about that. Tom Brady replacing Jimmy Garofalo. Garofalo. Go back 20 yeah. years ago. Who was the backup for uh, Tom Brady? Yeah, right. Garoppolo. Garoppolo. Yeah. Way back when, yeah, New England let him go. Yeah. Yeah. Belichick didn't want to let him go. Belichick wanted him. Uh, mm-hmm. And what are they? What are, how much they lose on the contract? I mean, they signed them for a certain amount. You don't play. What happened? Contract void? Depends how much is guaranteed, Mark. Yeah, that's right. It's a matter of guarantees, Mark. Yeah. So. Okay. Potential's there, but we'll see. Any comments, Joe? You have a comment? No, just not about that. I just want you go to go back to the Texas Rangers, thirty-five and twenty. I think. Yes. You know, John Daniels put that team together for the most part, and, and you know, he's not there to. Uh, they to just play. didn't gel until he it was too late. <laughs> nice team. They changed managers. 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 I guess most of you guys know he grew up in Temple Israel. 
Uh, he would be a, he'd be oh, a yeah, good right. general manager for the Mets. I know. I'd like to see him come. I'd like to see him You know, if Epler, they replace Epler. Is he consulting for Toronto now, Joe, or something? I don't know what he's doing. I hope he's doing something. I have no idea. He is doing something. I think you're right there, Roger. Did you hear they have a new kickoff rule? The testing this year in the NFL? Yeah, fair catch. Kickoffs teams can fair catch it on the field. Uh, beyond the 25-yard line, and the ball will be moved to the 25-yard line. So there's a kickoff, and so many kickoffs go into the end zone anyway. But yeah. the ones that they're around the f- 10 and 5, if they catch it, they could call a fair catch, and the move the ball will be moved to the 25-yard line. Interesting about that. Uh, um they claim for the same injuries. Injury. They're yeah. afraid that these kickoffs, right? Yeah. Yes, that's why they. That's why they moved it. The yeah. Forces uh, coming. It's obviously that. Hard. The vote was not unanimous. The Chiefs. Andy Reid was not in favor of this. <laughs> he says. <laughs> he says they now call. Uh, they call this flag NFL flag football. <laughs> not for it at all. Uh, yeah, he's not out there getting getting wild. And would you like to see DeAndre Hopkins on your team? Sure. As the cards sure release them, uh, the Chiefs, the Bills, the Browns, the Giants, not the Jets. The Jets dropped out. They're not going to go. Too many pass receivers that are so good. We don't need them. He's a pretty pretty good uh, pretty good uh, receiver. Mm-hmm. See what happens to him. Anybody watch the Indianapolis Five Hundred? No, I heard about it. <laughs> No one going fly, flying. Yeah, my son-in-law watched it. Yeah. I see. I saw. Who won? I don't know. I don't know. Some guy drank milk. Big Daddy Newgarden. <laughs> As he passed Marcus Isaacson, Erickson, on the last lap with one lap to go, it was a shootout. They called the shootout one, after a crash late in. In back of the field, so they let these two cars go and seal one. It used to be AJ Foyt, Bobby Unser, Mario Andretti, Al Unser, Al Unser's Jr., Al Wally Unser's. Yeah, well, this that guy Gordon used to win all the time. Parnelli Jones. I thought I, I, I was Parnelli Jones on the Long Island Expressway in the early, the late 60s. Johnny Rutherford, all these drivers. What about Gordon? What's the guy's name? He's doing all the time. I think he's on the other ones. Jeff Gordon. Why do the champions? Jeff Gordon didn't uh, do it. Didn't drive Indy cars. Mark. Why do the champions drink milk when they win? Uh, Tell me. I don't know. I look up. We'll look it up. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. They traditionally drink milk. Right. Right. I think I'm out of ride. I don't like milk. Okay, so the, the, the French Open has begun. Oh, yeah. Nadal and uh, Mendedev. Mendedev is out. 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 Looking to yeah. become the all-time um, Grand Slam winner. Victories, and, yeah. of course, he heard what he did he, when he won his first match. He wrote something on the screen of the, the TV camera. Hmm. And he about was Kosovo? going not to do it. He's talking about yeah. Kosovo. Kosovo. Um, what's going on there? And uh, uh, he was warned by the French sports minister, Ameli Audia Castera, not to talk politics 
during this uh, open. Huh. Interesting to that. Okay, and you know that uh, uh, Stephen R. Human might know more about this. The the Massapequa High School was told to remove the chief's nickname and mascot. Yeah, they're fighting it, or they're they're fighting it, right? And they put a they put a mural up. You see the mural they wrote. They didn't put it up. It's on a bagel shop right near the high school. They were drawing it. Yeah, but it's not in the school. Not on the school, right? Right. The protest uh, with with the chief's mascot on it, but they lose they lose money. Right. If they uh, state funding, you know, I'm sure it's going to be in the courts because, uh, yeah, you know, where did, they, where did the Board of Regents come off withholding state aid for this? I don't know. I passed Sawanica High School yesterday and so yeah, high, high School has a big yeah. Indian head on outside on their posted sign. So I was saying that that has to go too, right? Yeah, it's going to my yeah. school estimated that it would cost four hundred and fifty thousand dollars to change all the mascots and everything. Is your school uh Indians, yeah. You're the Indians too. Yeah. Why don't you tell us about the weekly? Tell us what's going on with this. It's very interesting. I think it's cool. Well, our guys are uh, coming up with a new name. Yeah, what? But someone's who knows? They're gonna put it up for uh, a vote. So your your school is what again? Your school is I'm done yet if you want to eat it. I'm sorry? Brentwood Indians. One more time, I didn't hear, I didn't hear it. Brentwood Indians. Brentwood Indians. Brentwood Indians. All right, so I got a change. Let us know. All right, let's go on to trivia. We've got a lot of sports today. Let's go on for 10 minutes or so with trivia questions. See if we could stump the panel. And we'll start with Howie. Okay. This was a little bit rude because someone mentioned one of these plays earlier, but Let's see how good you are with your memories. <laughs> In the history of baseball, just four players have produced a 40-40 season. 40 home runs, 40 steals. Now imagine if you took the, this amount uh, down a little bit. Basically, 20 homers, 20 doubles, 20 triples, 20 stolen bases at least. It's not as famous, and only four players have done it. Two did it in 2007. One did it in 1957. And I'll give you the guy who did it in 1911. Oh, uh, he was Frank Schulte of the Cubs. <laughs> 21 homers, 21 triples, 30 uh, doubles, and 23 stolen bases. Hitting 21 homers in 19. 1911 was pretty good. That's yeah. Dead yeah. Uh, balls still. But but in 2007, two plays did one in American League, one in the National. League. Curtis Grandison, I mentioned. Yep. You mentioned Curtis Grandison. Yes, you are correct. Grandison. The Grandy man. Yeah, the one National League. No, American League with American the Tigers. Man. 23 homers, 23 triples. Oh. 38 doubles and 26 stolen bases. Man was pretty Was 57 Hank Aaron? No. Mays? Yeah. Willie Mays. Willie Mays in 57, 35 homers, 20 triples, 26 doubles, and 38 stolen bases. And that was a terrible team. That was last year the Giants were in the yeah. 
they had a second division team. No one came to see it. And like I think they had Maggie. That was the po- that was the Polo Grounds. Yeah, yeah. the old Polo Grounds. Yeah. Wow. Right. Right. And we're missing one more. There's one more. One money. more. He, he's. I. I think he's in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> I believe, or he should probably should be. Two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. National played, League. Played. He played the infield. Right. Of Jose Reyes. Reyes. No. The right one. No. No. Jose Reyes. He shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. In the whole thing, that's why I'm thinking. Give us a little hint as time is. Uh, he uh, he grew up out here, I think, in Alameda. Uh, by you, by you, Jimmy Jimmy Rollins. That's right, oh, Jimmy. I think he won the yeah, MVP that year. A good space Thirty field. homers, twenty triples. 38 doubles and 41 stolen bases. Wow. 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 I'm pretty sure that was his MVP year. So. 2007. Yeah. They didn't, Philadelphia, he was Philly at that time. Still Philly, right? They didn't win any uh, pennant that year, right? No, they Next won year. in 2008. They won the World Series the year hey, before. They won the World 2008 Series. And then the Bay. Yankees beat them in 2009. All right, thank you. Oh, for that. Bay, yeah. All right, Gerald has a question. Then Fred, the yeah. Phillies. I mean, how old was Hank Aaron when he got his first MLB tryout? Seventeen. Eighteen. Wrong. Nineteen. No. Twelve. Thirteen. How old? Thirteen. That's just about no, Not thirteen. No. Sixteen. <laughs> no. Fifteen. Fifteen with the Brooklyn Dodgers. Uh, wow. 1949. Okay. Uh, Fred. Okay. 1984-85 college basketball season. Three teams in the Big East were in the final four. St. John's, Villanova, who won it all, and Georgetown. Who was the fourth team in the in the final four that year? Oh, Jesus. Memphis? Memphis is right. Memphis stated. Wow. Good guess. Wow. Good guess. Very good. They beat, they beat Boston College, I think, by one point. Otherwise, it would have been four biggies. That's right. Wow. That's right. I think in the Elite Eight, they beat them by one point. Wow. Okay, uh, Michael. The Giants have an assistant coach by the name of Wink Martindale. How did he get his name Wink? There was a game show host. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the guy. And it's shocking. He was a disc jockey right. too, the other Wink Martindale, I think. <laughs> he was also a game show host, yeah. Right, Wink Martindale. Martindale. Yeah. Sense, yeah. I think he's gone, Wink Martindale. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I got one. I got one. Uh, can you name every quarterback drafted from USC since 2000? Matt Weiner. Sanchez. I got to go in order here. Who? Matt Weiner. One. Sanchez. Mark Sanchez. Mark Sanchez. Coach Carson Palmer. Awesome. 2000, we're talking about Carson Palmer. Yes. Is the guy named Kessler or Christ? Cody Kessler. Very good. Two more. Matt Bar- uh, Barkley. Matt Barkley. Matt Barkley. Two more. Was Josh Rosen from USC? No. No, he's UCLA. UCLA. Okay, Sam Dono. Sam Dono. Okay, no. two more. Initials MC. MC. Hey. Matthew. Matthew is right. Matt. Matthew. C. Oh, uh, Castle. Castle. Matt Castle. Matt Castle. Matthew. That's a guy who is USC. Very good. Got them all. Who's next? 
right, Fred, mm-hmm. you go since you got most. Okay, Tuesday night, this past Tuesday night, Senga pitched seven innings, gave up one hit. He was the tenth rookie pitcher for the Mets to do that. Who was the last one previous? Pitch at least seven innings and give up one hit or no hits. Rookie. The last one. Rover Powell. What? No, no, no. The last one happened in 2016. Oh. Was it the Brahms? No. The rookie. Cindergard. Cindergard. Four. No. They they were on rookies then. I can't picture him. I'll tell you very much. This guy's first game as pitcher, he also starred at bat. Oh, Matt, gotta be Matt. Even Matt is right. Yeah, he's relieving now, I think, with the Cardinals. Yeah, no, uh, that's a shame. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. All right, uh, Gerald. What record does outfielder Nick Markakis hold? Wow. Most assists in the season. Orioles. That's about it. Most assists in a season? No. No? No. Not, a, no. not, a, not an offensive category, is it? This is just applicable to outfielders. So, you know, it's not. But defense. Right. Oh, it's with the Orioles because that's who we play for. Right. Most play for that? Too, but not, not assists. Mo- most chances, no. in, most okay. chances in a season. No. Most errorless games? Yes. 398 consecutive games. No errors. That's a record for, for an outfielder. As an aside, you wow. know he was you know he was born in Glen Cove. Oh, no, I didn't know, that. I didn't know that. And you know what? He's out of baseball now. What happened to him? Got old. He didn't get too old. He's a good, he retired. <laughs> Just sort of faded away. Stephen got a question. Yeah. Uh, I was uh, at Syracuse at the uh, when they were really good in all sports. Mark knows the answer to this one. When I was there, the backfield was Larry Zonka was the fullback, Floyd Little was the tailback, and they had a wingback. That was famous. The third running back on the team. Tom Cochran. That's right. Oh, wow. Oh. Wow. Wow. Did you know it or your son knew it, uh, Fred? No. My, my son whispered it to me. Oh, I got to tell you how this movie is. I, I knew, I knew, I knew he was, he was from. I, I would have thought of it because I know he's from upstate New York from that area. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> right, a couple more at the time of strength. All right, um, Gerald. Who is the first female to be drafted by an MLB team? Babe Diedrichson. Oh. My mother. Maybe it was Ian Kennedy's wife, the softball pitcher. What was her name? No. Yeah, I know who you're thinking. (laughs) Give us a year. Year. I'm not going to name the women. I'll give you the team and the year. White Sox. 1993. Frank Thomas's sister. No. <laughs> no. We have in the clue. Who is it? Mashidi. Who? Carrie Schuler. Oh yeah. Of course. <laughs> yeah, you like to do it. That's a general question. Yeah. Michael and Fred, then we have to say goodbye. All right. Name the first African American umpire. Emmett Ashford. Yeah, that's right. I remember him. And Fred, you can end the show with the with your All right. What 
what player who played on the Rangers when they lost the Stanley Cup final to the Los Angeles Kings is currently on the Florida Panthers? Oh, you go, Val. No, no, not that bad. Um, um, look at this. Def uh, defense. Is a name we know? Game. Right, the defenseman. Yes, it's a name you know. Huh. Very famous, oh, ranger, famous ranger. You better give us initials. MS. MS. Stall. Matt. That's right, Mark Stall. Oh, Rangers not. traded him to the Red Wings, then he signed as a free agent with the Panthers. Is he Mark with a yeah. C or a K? C. <laughs> He's a nice guy. He's a Mark, nice one more. <laughs> Mark, one more for the road. Uh, uh, one more for the road. Yeah, they're going to throw us off in a second. Yeah. Who, who did Elton John write the song uh, Philadelphia Freedom for? Philadelphia Tennis King. Tennis team. <laughs> team Tennis. <laughs> Gentlemen, wow. yeah. we don't have Mil Milton Gabriel's right. our song. Right. We had a fabulous show today. I hope you guys enjoyed yourself. Yep. Yes. Enough That's to come good. back on Tuesday, June 6th. Thank yes. you for joining us today. Have a great weekend. You too, Mark. Enjoy you too. every, every you too. bit of it. And uh, even take though it's care. raining, still have a great time. Let's we'll talk to you real soon out there. Be good. Stay safe. Take care, right. Mark. Right. Easy, 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 guys. Easy, Jeff. Good right. week. Jerry, see you soon.